Hello. Um, the following podcast comes with a disclaimer, which probably isn't a good sign, is it? Um, I decided it would be a good idea to sit down with some mates of mine and do a year a year review. So going month by month, talking about some of the things that went on that month in the news, in music, in our own lives, um, and record it. We also decided it'd be good to have a drink while we do this. Now, I don't really drink much anymore. I've probably been drunk probably twice this year up to this point i figured that these episodes would get at least two episodes out of so at least a couple of hours um we ended up drinking and talking for over five hours um so yeah i've we've we broke it up so it's episodes but we do get quite drunk the thinking was in the December period and new year, early New Year and stuff like that, I don't want to be chasing guests, trying to hassle people to sit down and have a conversation with me. But equally, that's the time of year that you might have some free time to fill or you might really want to go for a walk and escape the family and stuff like that or 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 have the the worst of the train journeys because it's it's you shouldn't be at work you should be at home by fire um so i didn't want to not do the podcast a lot of people take december off i didn't want to do that so we've actually turned out we're going to be doing extra episodes in december because this two hours of chat turned into five hours of drunk rambling i wanted to do this disclaimer because i can't I can't guarantee the quality is high. (laughs) I can't remember what we said or what we did, but I do remember that we had a great time. So hopefully you will too. Um, Thank you for the support. Oh, and again, like some of them, I was drunk and forgot to give a gap for the intro music to come in or outro music or anything like that. So they're going to be a sloppy mess. Um, But yeah, thank you for supporting for the whole of 2015 and all the episodes you've got down with and pushed about and used word of mouth to to keep us in the top 10 regularly on the iTunes chart and on all podcast charts. So thank you for your support and um, Happy New Year. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Increasingly Drunk Distraction Pieces podcast. My name is Scroobius Pip. Um, this is part three of our year in review. We didn't know if it'd be one episode, two episodes, three. It's going to be about 12 because we're only on June. So I'm joined again still by Chris Glasson and Hello. Stuart uh, Whiffin. What's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are. Yes. <laughs> How many beers? You are older oh, than us, yeah. aren't you? Um, um, but he's having a bud. What's that? <laughs> but yeah, we Oh, God. So if you've just tuned into this one, we're doing a year review. This is our third one. We started it on one drink and we're now a few drinks in and we're only up to June so yeah we're good to crack straight on in let's do crack it June. Crack in. I reckon we should order a pizza at some point during this yeah, we'll grab, also, also done that. I'm yeah. going to need a wee at some point soon mm-hmm. so if if we if I bring up a topic that you two feel confident talking in yeah. give me a little nod we'll so t- I can we'll, sneak we'll off the night, and have right. a wee okay. yeah right. um okay. So, I don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> Unlimited licence to rip into you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Right, oh, let's... Stu choose at this time. Should we start with podcasts, films, MMA, or news stories? Or music? Music. 
music. Well, again, it's a grime banger, which neither of you... Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure neither of you have listened to, because I played it at the club night a couple of times, and I was like... Again, I, I should know e- the one you're going to play. I should explain, explain yeah. at the club night that I'm always, like, drunk, and, like, you should listen to, to this one, and then it's a it's a, a, a weak reaction. In fact... I would like to tell the one time I really made a point of, of making you listen, Stu. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I was so good. I missed Come that. on, let's let you have this one. <laughs> you can give the Zane backstory if you want, everything oh, else. Oh, man. This, uh, <laughs> Do you know what? I want you to tell it. Okay, okay. So, so basically, prior to this... A, a few times, Zane Lowe's been down. I feel, he, he, aside from that, I, I think they do need a little backstory... That we mock your DJ sets every time. they rip the piss out of me yeah. constantly. Stu's often on first, and it's been a regular thing. It cracks us up when someone comes up, and Stu's killing it, and waiting for someone. He's, he's doing a good set. He plays... I genuinely reckon this is going to be the one moment I'm nice to Stu. I've genuinely text mates saying... You should come down early because Stu plays a nineties kind of R and B and hip hop set. That's he, ain't just, never, he ain't never text me. That. It's, it's gold. Um, that's because you mean, never turn up, Chris. That's, that's um, also, it's a night we go run. <laughs> that's because you're only there early if we're putting you on early to keep everyone in, in their seats with hard D and B at nine o'clock in the evening. Um, so anyway, so, so so yeah, we've mocked Stu for a while because people will come up the 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 first time someone came up, they just went, "Hello, mate." Um, yeah, it, yeah. Is there any chance you could turn it down, please? And it's, it's become an ongoing That's my game. first request. Yeah, that was the first request to turn it down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's been some mocking. And a f- the first time we had Z- Z- Zane Lowe down... In fact, no, it was the Christmas one with Zane Lowe and Yoda. And Zane is a beast of a DJ. And he he was doing this set and he'd built the crowd up on some song that was building hugely. Yep. Just as it was about to kick in, he paused it and turned around to me and just went, so how's it been going? Oh, Pip, you good? And had a casual conversation as the crowd had just... And then just turned around and unpaused it and it, it was Gosh. amazing. And I kind of... I had a song ending and I was about to drop something big. We spoke about what Zane done a lot. We spoke about that. It it, it was a year or two later. Yeah. And I did a similar thing. There was a bit where I paused it and then I dropped the next song in, but I hadn't put the fader up on the next song. No, 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 no. Go on. You you built it up. Built it up. I said, Stu, look at this. You went... Oh, man. You nudged me Uh because I weren't paying enough attention... And you went, Stu, watch this. <laughs> yeah, I literally said, I watch this. Oh, and then I man. pressed play. You it didn't play, but you probably pressed it quite hard. That it had almost double clicked and No, paused. no, no, that wasn't even it. I pressed play, it didn't happen. The fader was I down. I pressed play, the fader was down. So I pressed play again, then brought the fader up, and it's just going... Because it's paused as a CD. Any DJs know the sort of fear of when things go wrong. Yeah, but it wasn't even prickly heat that comes over your face when you're like... It wasn't even the here. fact that it was just a, a general DJ cock-up. It yeah. was the fact that he was like, watch this. Watch, he watch this, he guys. wanted to make a statement. That was I need gold. to, again... Stu can wait to tell me I'm, that one. I'm going to get all my, my, my nice bits for Stu out the way now, but <laughs> it's, it is the fact that I did nudge you because you were stood there, but as someone... Again, we've joked about how you're older, yep. but you've got a family, yep. you've got kids, you've got this, but you still work in the clubs and all that kind of thing. Yep. As someone mm. who's toured a lot and done been to a lot of clubs, I've never worked with anyone who is so... Because, again, the fact is, in those situations, it's easy for someone to become a bit of a baller or to, you know, to flirt yep. with people. I've never met someone who shuns that so much. Yeah, and just, yeah. like <laughs> money. To, you're, you're, you're the business You're side. literally... You're always there. And, again, there will be drunk people coming requesting, and 
not saying you've got a miserable face, but saying you... you <laughs> no, you, I will. He you, does you, look miserable. You, you will not... <laughs> I've told him. Genuinely, genuinely, all joking aside, it's genuinely always impressed me that he will not engage in any kind of flirtation or anything else like just being genuinely good on on point yeah. i work in the clubs i've got you know yeah. i've got a fair generally so it will be that also translates yeah. to he's standing there uh, looking yeah. like a miserable cunt so i had to nudge him and go watch this and then <laughs> it ruined his life and then drop this anyway i'm going to play a bit of a song by there was a grime kind of underground track called um a we run the block by a, a, a rapper called Bonkers Stu you, you press play and I'm a, I know what <laughs> no, to fuck it up. Fuck up. imagine if it doesn't work now watch this guys it's going to be a few it, again it's, it was was really good because at the time again it was when everything was going off in America and this is about a kind of a violent backlash but yeah it's a banger Free up the sets, free up the man, then be up the fence. We love the gal, them, she love the ends, she love the man, them, she fuck the rents. That's cool with me. We run the block, we on the radio, we on the box. Be up the cops, be up the cops. We got the say so, we run the block. We, we, we up the free up the sets, free up the man, then be up the fence. We love the gal, them, she love the ends, she love the man, them, she fuck the rents. That's cool with me. We run the block, we on the radio, we on the box. Be up the cops, be up the cops. We got the say so, we run the block. Jump out the car, run out the store, run a man down, be up a shot. Tell him don't run, but it's so dumb. Listen to me, got himself dropped. Sent a DM, I didn't reply. She sent it again, got herself blocked. Now she's in the end, tell her they're lies. Tell her friends, I got a small tip. Tell him it's new generation. Come through, kick off my shoes like I'm racing. Heard my set bolts, couldn't do the granting. There you go, that's enough of that. But that was the first track um, that's that's really started to blow up bonkers, who's looking like being a bit of a, a, a grime standout this year. Um, and yeah, I love it. And again, it's that aggressiveness there. There is an aggressive message of beat up the cops, which is pretty dark. You're peeping at my phone there and, and saying I've got Pearl Jam Vitality recently. Yeah, Better Man. Oh, one of the change. best songs ever. It's amazing. Have, have you heard the um, just organ and guitar version? No. I'm going to play a bit of that now. It's, no, <laughs> it's completely irrelevant, but there's a guitar and organ version of Better Man, which there's is amazing. An amazing. There's an amazing version on, on. Oh, what a tune. We've just gone from grime bonkers to, uh, to <laughs> Pearl Jam there's an ongoing joke that Stu doesn't own anything out, outside of the 90s but <laughs> 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 yes. I this is a normal version I mean, this does sound like the normal version, but it's not because it doesn't yeah, kick in, in a bit. But yeah. it's really nice. I'm going to skip forward a bit to prove it's not just the same. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, 
uh, let's not just get drunk and sit here listening to Pearl Jam. That's not what the people want. But that song, interestingly, it's, it's one of my favourite, it's probably my favourite Pearl Jam song. Yep. And it really influenced um, mine and Dan's song, Five Minutes, which really? is about spousal abuse. And Because yep. I'd always listen to that after relationships or, or after there was a girl I liked who was with someone I thought yeah, was a yeah, dick yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and then learning later that it was about his mum and a relationship yep. that he wasn't into and all that so it really I was like right I want to write a song on, on that subject so it definitely yeah. so five minutes was basically a rip off of that but yeah what a tune no, that is a tune yeah. um, and the organ version is on iTunes as a, you, can, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can buy that but a, a bonkers oh, we run the block um, I started hearing hype about that um and I loved it, and I got a B. Dolan, who we're going to talk about later because his album was a huge part of my year, really, just focusing on that mm. release. Um, he did a version of it called um, so their version is, is is We Run the Block, and Dolan did a version called Who Run the Block and wrote it from the perspective of a gang, but that gang is the police. So he wrote it as just yeah. the police because the, the police run the block. Yeah, so that's a banger. Um, so that's kind of a music part of it but as neither of you are particularly familiar with that I, we can just move on um, so Chris podcast films or news films please films well let's just get into Jurassic World because I know you've got to have a little a little argument about oh, that Chris on, it's weird you, when I saw that go on gosh, I'm sorry to you Chris but I, I saw it in the cinema and, and I watched it again last night I love it oh, I, I love it I have love it I genuinely that's let's make sure a fucking badge he's a, watched it twice a Jurassic World has been one of my happiest moments because no, no, partly just, just let me give you two things partly because it was just a great <laughs> a cinema experience but partly all the throwbacks musically and style yeah. to, to the original and it just was, was such a happy thing of nostalgia and yeah, just generals. And, and and I think, unfortunately, the conversations that we've had is just that we like to disagree to disagree. Yeah. So what and, was your major and, issue? Most of, our, most of our time is spent arguing for the fucking sakes of it. Yeah. Because we've got nothing else to say to each other. But and then we make up and make so, love. <laughs> occasionally. So what but, was your uh, major uh, issue, Chris? But, come on, c- c- so what was the major issue that you have that every the nerdy blog has gone on about? The stilettos since... oh, really? The stilettos. nuts, yeah. man. They so really her wearing do. stilettos in the jungle was the bit that no, freaked no, you out? It, do you know what? It was That, that kind of started it, and I was like, okay, so, um, spoilers... Uh, at some point a girl spoilers uh, there's one so dinosaurs female lead has to run through the jungle in stilettos and that kind of sort of like made me smart because I know what that's like it's difficult to run through the woods (laughs) in stilettos yeah but then towards the end as well, like um, there's this big com- climatic moment. There's, yeah. there's bits in there that I, I link to like uh, like aliens and how Cameron directed one of the, the last scenes in that, which is yeah. really weird without explaining it all. No, that's fine. And, and 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 yet all of a sudden she's doing this big task and she's having to absolutely peg it. Yeah. But she's not thought I'm gonna take I'm not I'm gonna take my stilettos off because I'm probably gonna die. Yeah. If I try and. And to be honest, I, I, I get it because it's not the kind of film you go into expecting to have to suspend your disbelief. He's been waiting to piss on me. Remember, they're a dinosaur. Yeah, oh, yeah, hang yeah. on, hang on. They've not just brought back dinosaurs. They've invented a new dinosaur yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd also suggest that if the stilettos... Were, in fact, I want to ruin it for you next time. I'd, I'd mm. say as well, just when you're focusing on the stilettos, bear in mind mm. that in those bits in the jungle... I mean, her hair would have puffed up like crazy in that humidity. <laughs> I just, it just wasn't realistic that she didn't just suddenly, you know, build into a big 
the frizzy afro. Dude, this is this is one of those things where I quite enjoy getting hit up over something that I know you can't. You have to suspend your disbelief no. on because I I even said like at the start, you know, when um, Pratt's talking to Velociraptor, he's he's walking in there, he's, he's literally giving Velociraptors hand jobs, and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's cool. But by the end, when she's running around stilettos, I was like, yeah, okay, now I have to draw the line. Yeah. Like, and, I, I mean, really the, this. the only thing I said, all Cheers. joking aside, the bits that. Um, the bit that annoyed me with people arguing that, and again, it's everyone's. That's the beauty of film and all yeah. things. Is, is, is you have your reasons. The bit that annoyed me was the fact that they did address it. They made a point like mm-hmm. when they were going into the jungle first. Chris Pratt turns around and goes, "Yeah, yeah. Are you you seriously going to wear stilettos in the jungle?" And yeah, she's yeah. like, "Well, yeah, totally." It was kind of an addressed and in joke. And it's I, t- I remember totally right. when I posted about it, I had a load of people going, "I enjoyed the film, but I thought the use of advertising was just a bit too much." <laughs> it was like. That was a key part of the storyline. Yeah. That was genuinely a key part of the storyline. The sponsors, the fact that they had to create a new dinosaur because sponsors wanted a new thing. So that wasn't just flagrant advertising. That it was, was an, part it of was the a, fucking storyline. It was, story a, they, it was a story arc. They made an effort to write that off it, it was and a, give it a it, payoff. It was its own story arc. It was written in there as a thing. It wasn't just, let's see if we can get some money in. So there that was, kind of annoyed there, me. There was after that, after me thinking that, and then I thought, well, is that a bit sexist? So I looked into that, and there was, mm. there was rants about it, but... The sexism wasn't my ability to not suspend disbelief when she's being chased by T-Rex in stilettos. It was the fact that it was playing on gender roles that were done in the the 70s. So um, Avengers writer Josh... um, Whedon. Whedon. Like, when he saw the trailer, was just like, well, you know, what, there's a guy coming to rescue a girl. Yeah, about it, didn't but he? to yeah. me, to me, like, I actually, that, that part of it, like, she was playing a power role. I didn't see her as lost. I saw her as a, a kind of quite modern, really. Like, she was, yeah. yeah, she was kind of dismissive of the children, which was part of the plot. But I didn't yeah. see that as a weak woman who needed, needed saving Did in any rescue, way, shape, yeah. or form. But Completely. I guess he didn't know that when he posted that because it was only the trailer he yeah it's seen just, it. he getting, just given a brief idea but again yeah. it's that thing of and I get this all the time I had it literally today which will be fucking weeks ago oh, by the time this shit goes out um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I had someone leave a comment on one of my pictures say like, I, I posted a picture this is boring as fuck but there's a picture doing the rounds that's saying um, at the last 10 years of trendiness or whatever it's like and it's a picture of an emo kid in 2005 and a picture of a guy with a beard in 2015. It says 90% chance that these are the same person. And I quite like it. It's quite funny. But I posted a picture showing that and then two pictures of me from 2005 because I had a beard then. That's when I grew my beard. So it's kind of saying I was out of fashion then. I just Mm. happened to have come into fashion. I'll be out of fashion again soon. Mm. So that's all it was. But I said in the title... The top picture is a picture that I've seen doing the rounds. The bottom picture is me from 2005. Fear not, I'll go in that fashion. And, and I said, I like the hashtag I did was just too lazy t- to follow trends or something like that. <laughs> and one guy commented again, I don't know, you say, I say lazy, but that fringe uh, looks like it takes a lot of work. And I was basically <laughs> going, I, I replied again, you... You know that emo kid isn't me, and it was oh, was, and, and, and he, he thought it was me, and he was oh well, sorry, I was misled, and and someone else just then reposted the text that came with the picture, just like it literally says the top picture is this, the bottom picture is me, but someone had seen that and then just not read all of it, so it's kind of it's that it's that laziness, but again, it's the commenting on a trailer before the film of. And me and you have discussed this numerous times, Chris. Even if it's a remake of something I love, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to sh- shit on it until it's out. No, man. You until can't. it's out, it's like, why are you. 
partly oh ju- no not another oh no they're not partly they're not for my own sanity Robocop. okay yeah. it wasn't that good but partly for my own sanity I haven't got time and energy to get angry about something that hasn't fucking happened yet I do so uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> something's gonna happen at some point I'm really annoyed yeah. about it let's wait until it happens to get annoyed yeah, let's get annoyed so. about the stuff that has happened first yeah, and then yeah. And then we'll move on to that. But let's and, go on to Dope, Can Chris, I just, just say, oh, okay, can I just give a quick shout-out to Spy that came out? Spy, yeah, 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 it was good Man, fun. like Spy... It was good fun. Spy, um, what's the, what's the lead actress's name? Um, um her, 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 her name is the big girl from Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, man. I, I That's all anyone knows, I can't because... remember her name. Jenny McCarthy, is it? No, it's not Jenny McCarthy. I think no, she was in FHM, yeah. she? Damn. Um, That's um, another story. Um, married to a Wahlberg. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, respect. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed with, uh, with the Wahlbergs. No, 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 that's all good. Oh, what Wahlberg, um, actually? Recently. This is boring for everyone else, but... Let's just move on, Jenny let's McCarthy. move on. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so Spy, I, I think it's Donnie, I kill me. Yeah, I, 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 again, I find <laughs> I find how they're writing the dialogue now for, for, for these sort of lead, lead, lead female roles is yeah. amazing for comedians. Like, uh, there's been a long time where my favourite comedians have always been men, but they're like Kristen Wiig and um, and she's amazing. Yeah. And uh, this girl, I can't remember the bit. The big girl. This is awful yeah. because I'm only starting to open my eyes to it. But I also she's enjoy it. Awesome, man. In, 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 in that, I also oh, enjoyed God. this. Is, I, it, I enjoyed Jude Law more than I've enjoyed him in years. And and, yeah, and Jason yeah, totally. Statham is, oh, like, Jason Statham Statham is a, is a, is a is show amazing, stealer. Yeah. It's Melissa yeah. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Not, Sorry, Melissa. I'm not Melissa, Jennifer I, McCarthy. I, I, you know, that's awful. Like, no, I mean, no, she's no, a big fan of the podcast, Melissa, so it's good that you apologise. Melissa, <laughs> Yeah, I know she seems she's she's an intelligent gal. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's, she's, yeah, exactly. She's got she's got better things to be doing. But then, um, bridesmaids, all of that was amazing. Let's go on to dope now, which so, made me stay up last night watching. So, so dope, I watched after Straight Outta Compton, but it technically came out before mm-hmm. Straight Outta Compton. But then it was, and for me, yeah, I, I love yeah, Straight yeah, Outta yeah. Compton, but dope. I didn't see text Flamesure or, mm-hmm. or, or or Stu Mangan or, or whoever you want to call him. He's a, a wonderful producer friend of ours I said this will be your favourite film because mm. it's so good it's such a it's 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 set now it's produced by Pharrell Fr- 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 Williams Fr- and Forrest yeah. Whitaker yeah yeah so it's yeah, going to be yeah. great I can't a, believe that and it's about these just this this little punk band three a, a three black kids who are a little punk band or a little kind of rock band rock pop punk um, and just they get into all sorts of tr- a tr- a tr- a trouble and the writing I thought was amazing it's an acting debut I believe for ASAP Rocky and again my girl Zoe Isabella Kravitz smashing it in that yeah. but yeah I thought it was just an amazing film and I really it's beautiful to see independent film like that just done well and I, I urge people to go and see it I, I, I can't reinforce that and, I, and people who are your sort of fans yeah um, like we my, my um, love for hip hop was born in the 90s and when yeah. I was listening to that like, I, I put that on last night and as we've all joked about like sometimes yeah. I'll pop something on and might fall have asleep little, have a little sleep here. Yeah. but it started with 90s hip hop bangers mm. and I was like okay and I understood the, the, the remix I mean, the soundtrack's and was, amazing the, soundtrack, the, sound, the soundtrack's killer and it, but weirdly it just reminded me how lucky I was to to grow up in that era I mean I wasn't in in, in those those Neighborhoods and, and and America, where hip hop was just absolutely spiraling yeah, out of yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It down we over we it. haven't got time to talk about how good yeah. that is. But I was in the UK. No one else. None of my mates listened to hip hop at all. I was doing my paper round and just listening to people like Nas, Tribe Called Quest. In it, just 
I didn't realise how lucky I was to be experiencing that. I just thought everyone yeah. was listening to that mm. sort of stuff. And yeah. I think they aren't. I think people who listen... I'm not saying all hip-hop these days is bad. I'm, I'm not a hater for new, new music. No, again, and that's too easy. You and know, that on, on a lot of podcasts I hear that, that, people saying how it's all died. That, I think that, there's that, some that, amazing... ridiculous. There's shit-hot stuff out but there. The but the beautiful thing about this was I thought it was written so well. And I also yeah. recommended it to be Dolan, because I know yeah. there's a particular person he hates. But again, this kid's saying... We're black kids, but we're into stuff that white kids like. Yeah. Like, I, I like comic books, box sets, the yeah, yeah, yeahs, and yeah, tri- yeah. childish Gambino, which just yeah, slays exactly. me because Gambino is amazing and exactly, is black. Really, but I, yeah. I never thought of him as as, as, as a. And then it was like, right, yeah, I think he's dope, but I'm I'm white, so then mm. the the joke is on me. There, it's it's mm. it's, yeah. it's stuff that I think is credible to to the black community, totally. but isn't. And I just yeah, it killed me. I thought it's great. Um, are we? Are we done with that, guys? We're done because we're literally in when June. Yeah, June. So Man, we're, we're in June and we've drunk a fucking shitload. So a, cu- a couple of podcasts of my own, or quickly, I'll go on a Rogan one because you guys might not have heard it. But yeah, a Dominic Monaghan on, who was in uh, in 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 the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. It, it was one of the main hobbits. Like it was him. Yeah, it was him, Frodo, and the fat sleepy. one. Sleepy. Snoozy, Daisy. Yeah, no, he's, well, he's well, great. He's, he, he's, he, had, he had some kind of weird TV show on Channel 4 or something about a year and a half ago where was it? he was going through like the jungle or something like that. Yeah, and, 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 was and, it, no, he it? does that. It's massive in America. He does this show and he's all about just going out and exploring and finding yeah. new things. And it's fascinating. The bits I've seen of it, it's absolutely amazing. He talks about that a lot, but just one of the things I liked on it was um, he kind of... I, I, I connected with him on his general and it's interesting on, on Rogan's podcast because Rogan is quite humans are going to figure it all out he's very pro-human and I connected with him on my I'm I'm not that I'm anti-human but I just don't rate I'd be quite happy if we all died yep um, then, <laughs> that's, that's cool right? no, I was, we, we said the like, no, no, I know it's good but it was, it, he's the first person I've heard the podcast kind of saying that he was saying look I'm Again, and it's, it's something I agree on that I, I see humans as just another animal, and he's yep. very much. I'm not anti-human, but I'd be as sad if mankind became extinct as I am about another animal coming. You know, it's it's just mm. the fact that it's cycles and something else will come and overtake yeah, yeah. and continue yeah, on. Totally. But as neither of you have heard that podcast or or or, no, or, that, or that agree with my hate is always of something that we've always discussed. Like back yeah. when um, one of my favourite, well, our favourite films, especially back when we were like 2021, Reckless, was uh, Fear and Loathing. Yeah. And that, you know, a lot of the stuff from that was like Timothy Leary, who yep. was um, a big writer about uh, an explorer of drugs back in the, what, 60s, 70s? Yep. And he always talked about um, turning yep. off and on of the light switch and whether yep. or not you, you give a shit about constantly perpetuating your current situation. He was like, everything comes to an end. Yeah. And but human's ego is something that always has to keep it on. You have to keep we, it on. We read a lot of him, or I, I personally chose to read a lot of him as research before we got quite into acid. <clears throat> um, so before our days no, of taking before, a lot of really? acid was, um, I was kind of... Before this, <laughs> you were feeding it to me. Before I forced you to take acid with me. <laughs> yeah, um, was again, he was kind of, he was uh, he, he, he did a lot of studies on it and, and researched it and yeah. looked at the philosophies behind mm. it and the positives and negatives. And as nerdy as it is, I've done... Numerous drugs over the years, but I've never been one to just be out and, and buy drugs off some random that I've never, I don't know what it is or where else. I've always been mm-hmm. weirdly clinical and nerdy with my t- a teenage rebellion or whatever else. Like, right, I fancy really doing it. Yeah, not no. like in normal way. Like, we, we'd all be wearing like um, lab suits while Pip served out the drugs. Yeah, well, I, but I've done my research on them. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, and, and, and Timothy Leary was a, a, a great one for that. Mm, His writings yeah. and philosophies on the idea that a bad trip is your subconscious panicking and trying to claw its way back to reality. When oh. if you're if you're truly comfortable, conscious and subconscious, with the fact that the reality you see when hallucinating is not necessarily any more real than what you see. Not it's all just it changes the way your brain interprets yep. light. Yep. Therefore, it's a it's a it's 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 a what's to say one's more real than the other. Yep, so totally. other than touch yeah. and things like that, which again, it's still. Oh, when you're asked, you can reach out and touch things. It's the same. It's just changing how you perceive theory, things that yeah. are there. So if you're truly comfortable with that, the theory is you can't have a bad trip because you mm-hmm. won't have that panic. Obviously, you can bullshit yourself and try and be cool and say, I'm comfortable with it. And then when you're on it, you suddenly go, oh, fuck, oh, man. This shit. Is, oh, shit, yeah, this is yeah. fucking wrong. So again, I'm not encouraging acid. Um, few, a few of my nearest and dearest have had periods of their lives torn apart by acid and had horrible times on it. But yeah. It was, was something that I did a lot of research into and personally I thoroughly enjoyed. I had an amazing time. We had Take amazing kids. times. <laughs> like, there, there was, there's, there's cassettes of us that I think we've lost oh, now. Man, I like, hope we've our lost first trip, our, our first trip was, not his first trip, but my first trip. Man, we pre-podcasted podcasts. I, I, I paid £4 for this trip, 16 hours, man. I was still going. I phoned my boss and my boss was yeah. pretty cool. I worked in a clothes shop. He was like, Chris, you're, you're still coming in, man. You're still coming in. I came too. Mm. We were in we were in a field in Langdon somewhere, and I was. Like, I remember that first one was was. I think the first one was round mine, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And I remember because we recorded it because we had this tape recorder. We just recorded it, and I remember listening back. The one time I listened to about a twenty of it, the first side is it's forty five minutes, right? The first, at the beginning of the first side, Chris makes a cup of tea, <laughs> right, right, and by the end of it, he's not at his his first <laughs> sip. That whole first side, he keeps. I really go. No, I should drink this tea. I'm gonna have this tea. He's like, oh shit, hang on. It just keeps getting distracted. There's it's a continuing story <laughs> arc like of Chris going actually. I, no, I'm going to have this tea, I'm going to have this tea. Oh, fucking hell, you've turned into a fox. Um, <laughs> and just, it's, it's fascinating. But um, anyway, don't do drugs, they're bad and evil. Let's, they can educate you, Shall we? Did you, Chris, did you see for, <laughs> um, a Verdun v. Cain Velasquez? Cain Velasquez, I can't I, speak. I quite prefer Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. No. A Verdun Velasquez, though. You you obviously saw that. And, and JJV... A penne. A Verdun Kane, that was a big sh- a sh- a sh- a shock, right? And Verdun genuinely outclassed him, outstruck him, outworked him. It came out of nowhere. Stu, are you uh, here? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, at, this <laughs> at this point, kids, um, if you're wondering who uh, Fabrizio Verdun is, yeah. go and Google Fabrizio Verdun face. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> his face he pulls up as a celebration. <laughs> his face is better than his fire. It's Amazing. a hell of a face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I wasn't expecting that. He's had he's, he's he's been around years and he's won and he's lost. I always remember his fight in 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 the Strike Force yeah. um, a Grand Prix yeah, against yeah, yeah. Um, Overeem where yeah. he lost, but he kept just laying on his back and not yeah. engaging. And from then on, I was like, "Fuck this guy, he's not that good." But he's then developed his stand up, and Kane had been like the the amazing workhorse, smashing everything. And Verdun came and outstruck him and outworked him. It was. I mean, I don't know what was what was going on with with Kane's prep. I don't Again, know because I mean, we've got to say Kane had been out had, had been out for two for a years, long time. and then they fought at a high velocity. Yeah. So again, a, a high altitude. Vidum, so it was kind of, if I remember rightly, Vadum had, had gone out there a few months ahead of this, and yeah. then was training at. Uh, He'd gone out early and trained, but it was in it was in in, in Mexico, and Kane Velasquez is from Mexico, so I think yeah. he kind of thought, "Oh, it's fine," but it was at high altitudes. So it makes a big difference. He was so he gassed really early, quickly, yeah. Wasn't he? yeah. Um, I, I, 
Do you know it's weird that we we're going back through where are we June there? June, yeah. Um, man, there's been some MMA this year, aren't there? There really is. Like what I mean, Kane, what an upset. Um yeah. obviously we'll we'll get round to to Connor and Ronda and, to Connor and stuff and, like and that. I mean and, mate, in two months' time we get on to and we get to talk about Connor Alder and we get yeah. to talk about Lola McDonald. Oh, oh my god. That's a teaser for probably oh, the next man. episode. But yeah. So I mean that was a big upset. The other one that I've noted, obviously we can't talk about everything, was Joanna John Jacek, however yeah. you say her name, the uh, uh, Jessica yes, Penner. Yeah. And she just I've never seen a woman pick someone apart yeah. so much. Her face was just unrecognisable at the end. Yeah. But again, a beautiful display of technique and, and ability. Great Muay Thai. Yeah. Great Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, right, I am going to go for a wee now. I'm going to leave you to talk about... You might not know that much about it, but I'll prep you enough. You, you Did you hear of, of Rachel Dozel? No. No. So she was the woman who... <laughs> this is going to go well. She, no, I just, just continue no, again, to... Again, no, we can, I can, uncomfortable. I can, I can set, I've got a question to set you up for <sighs> this, but she worked for the National Association of Advancement of Coloured People um, mm-hmm. and did a lot of good stuff there until she was exposed by her parents as a white woman. Right. So she, it was, it was, it was. This is like showing a dog a card trick. Me and you are both like, (laughs) it was massive. She'd been masquerading as a black woman. Right. Sorry, that's out there that she was. Yeah, she'd been for years, kind of presenting and working for this chat and 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 basically (laughs) saying that she was essentially a mixed race, but 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 a black woman. But no one had noticed this. She was quite tanned, oh, fuck <laughs> and off. she had big curly hair, and, and it was it was you're interesting. You're in bandit territory. No, here. no, 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 honestly, uh, yeah. some kind of daft racist comment's going to come out. <laughs> I want to take a piss. Right, no, here no, genuinely, it's interesting because people went crazy at her because it was obviously she'd been. It, it feels like a minstrel show type thing, and then when she came out and, it, and was interviewed about, it, she said that she identifies as black, and that a lot of her up. Bringing was in the African American community and things like that, and the only time it became an interesting topic of debate for me was that it was the same year that we had great breakthroughs in the transgender movement, and someone that was born a man identifying as a woman and becoming a woman and feeling they're all a woman. So, whilst my initial reaction was "fuck this crazy white bitch, what's she doing?" cunning, it was then interesting to go right. We're we're showing great tolerance of someone who was born um, physically a man so mm-hmm. again it's bad to say born a man, but born physically a man but yeah. but realize that they were a woman so again where's the big leap from someone who was born a white person but feels they identify and and and, and relate more to or, or identifies as black I think anyone with a, a, an head on their shoulders will feel the same about both situations yeah but, like, but again, it's, but still, I was still in 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 uproar and shock at this this woman basically doing a, a minstrel show of kind of going, I'm black for ages. And again, I guess it's the deceit that I'm came sorry, into it. Sorry, she was out there saying I'm black. She yeah yeah she was actively speaking on behalf of the African community and right. as a black woman and all this kind of thing um, and speaking of the oppression and particularly in a year where that was a huge deal as we've discussed of, of Freddie Gray and all these other things. Yeah, it was kind of people were like. Oh my god! This woman's and her, her parents came out, and they were so so fucking white. I like they were like a mid south white, like real redneck type thing. Going, yeah, oh. I don't know what she's going on about. She's she's white as Jeez. fuck. 
I but mean, yeah, that, that's crazy. I, I don't even know how that that that, that comes about. Or, it's weird, I, isn't I, it? I, I it's know, weird that it's, again it's the... because I can't. I, it's difficult for me to draw an opinion when I don't know enough about those situations. Yeah. Other than when Stuart says about you know if someone's got their head on their shoulders. You should be able to I, see I, I don't so, know. It's just I, the thing we, that it, we're always we're always setting up these barriers about what separates yeah. us as human beings, and we, we you know we, we sit here talking about borders all the yeah. time. Borders, borders, borders. This is France. This is England. We made these concepts up, like we said yeah. right back in episode one about notions of what humans have created, which don't actually exist. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's the same thing about you know your your gender, your nationality. We we all sit here. We spend all this time. Making it's arguments though, for how it? different we are, and it does feel but we are. We, you know, we share so many more similarities. A woman yeah. there was 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 in, in ways from what you're saying, as black. identifying as black. The you know, for years I was called Jamal at a house party too because I loved hip hop. Yeah, so bad. Like in my school, everyone was like, "Chris, what are you talking about, man? Why are you wearing at well?" Adi- That's a broken stone. Adidas with the shell toes. Yeah, I mean the interesting thing as said is is it is. It's it it's the deceit there. I think. Yeah. I think if it was a straight, but again, the interesting is she did a lot for the black community because she worked in this. That was the advancement. That was it. it was a government so, thing that she worked for. So the government um, body that she worked for. Yeah. What was their stance on it? Um, I mean, she, she, she was obviously removed immediately. I believe because again, it's tough to be representing the black community as as a white woman. But the thing that I found, I guess, the thing again, there's not an answer to this, I guess. But the thing that I found fascinating was that. The at that point, the kind of strong left stance on transgenderism was: you are who you feel you are, and the public have no choice but to support that. Yeah, it's the yeah, right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, Whereas the strong so. left stance on this was: what is her fucking problem? Who mm-hmm. who is she? This is racist. This is an affront to to black people who have struggled for years, who have grown up with the particularly in America with the oppression put upon them, with all the restrictions. It's it's an affront to that to kind of then kind of pop yourself in as if you're you know the cool kids just just, just jump in on that. So I found it, it fascinating that I completely saw both of those being the left mm-hmm. a leaning standpoint. Yet they're kind of against the actual notion of you are who you choose to be and you identify as and so on and so forth. But yeah, interesting. 100%. Let's uh, move on from that. Um, we're going to get on to July, but before we go on to July, I would like you two to discuss what the best choices for the pizza that we order yeah, in, a in a minute when I get back from the toilet. So, okay. yeah. So, you know, you've got the choice of pizza right, and Domino's and Papa John's. Okay. So, you go in on that, Chris. Okay, well, I'm ready. I'm going to take a sip of gonna coffee and week. stand up on that. So, what sort of pizza do you want, Stu? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty relaxed. I, I, I quite like pizza, right? Okay, I like pizza, I like cheesy bites. Pip just Let's just wait up. for Pip to get out of the fucking... Right, okay. So, <laughs> one of the... T- Subjects I wanted to talk about today was things that I enjoy winding my friends up about. Okay. Um, and on one of my lists was how I like to wind up Pip. And yeah. uh, my favourite thing to wind up Pip with is whenever we do a UFC, which is like, you know, every month, yeah. and we'll have a Domino's, I'll get him to read out Domino's menu to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I always order the first fucking thing he says. <laughs> So he'll literally say, meat feast, mighty meaty. And I'll go, yeah, what else they got? What else they got? And he'll get all really stressed out about it. And he'll go, motherfucker, you're not listening. And then I'll make him do it twice. And then I'll go, yeah, mighty meaty, please. 
So, like, <laughs> I totally think that, that that's what I'll be ordering if we go Domino's. But Pete's heart has got its merits. Does it, cheesy bites? Stop, dude. All right, mate. Hey, man. We're, so, we were just talking about pizza. <laughs> about options. Um, options. Options. I need to make an apology um, to, to, to Carol... <laughs> Carol Whiffin, because um, the door obviously slammed as I closed it, but yep. in the rush, I'd already taken my penis out. Um, <laughs> so from the kitchen, she'd kind of glanced round, seeing the door slammed, <laughs> and is presented with me turning quickly to urinate in on the grass. In the, in the name of professionalism, because we need to get... I didn't want to leave it too long, I didn't want a big gap, but yeah... So, <laughs> apologies for that. I can only, if Carol tunes in, I can only apologise for that you, brief you'd flash. Big gap so, 2015, <laughs> my wife's seen Lenny Kravitz's <laughs> and Scrooby's Pipscock. <laughs> well, there you the, go. The Hunger Games. You're in good Part company. One and two. Um, so, <laughs> um, let's move on to Did July. Did you have a cock ring on? I didn't. I didn't. Not today. Um, let's move Lenny on to July. Um, I'm going to do the oh, Pete's yeah. Rulder while you talk about this next subject because okay. fuck Chris going on about oh I always do, can you say the other meat feast can you say <laughs> as, as, as if I didn't know what he'd be talking about as soon as I leave it on that so I'm, I'm just going to do an order on our behalf <laughs> you dickheads um, an easy one to leave you on let's start with July let's talk about Robbie Lawler and oh, wow. Rory McDonald oh god do you that's know what? so I good. feel like all I keep doing is um, referencing things to look at online but, but man Go and look at uh, Robbie Lawler's uh, lip um, after that fight. Okay, can you enter your postcode into that? Story? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, that's a, that's yeah, I mean that was a hell of a battle, and it was it was interesting to me because it was on one of the biggest cards of the year because it was meant to be Aldo McGregor. It turned out as McGregor v Mendes. So all the hype was about that fight, and then at this fight the co-main event just stole the show two guys just went out and just put on a hell of a battle and just yeah just went in I know know you're not a big Rory fan are you I don't I find him a bit I didn't like again on the Joe Rogan podcast the thing that annoyed me on that was his 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 like oh sometimes if I don't I fancy training I don't I tend to only train if I want to and I don't know it didn't feel I'm used to people like GSP and all these guys who are like Every day, just just going yeah. in and in and in and working to just yeah. I, I love Rory, out, but um, uh, and that was a really weird fight because they're 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 two massive faves of mine. Um, yeah, yeah. But both of them fighters, and oh man, it was it, at the end of it. I just it, it was amazing, but I just felt for Rory. I just thought, what's next? Like, I, I, I don't know if they yeah, announced man. anything for him. The, the, um, he's got Lombard, I think. Oh really? I think they've announced him against him against Hector. Right. I'm pretty sure because okay. because that was meant to happen originally, and then Hector yeah, got yeah, popped yeah. For, for for steroids or for TN, yeah. TRT or that's, whatever. That's it was the and... kind of fight that I, I you know I love to watch. That's one of my favourite sort of fights. A, re, a real battle that. But also yeah. when we were speaking earlier, um, probably the previous episode about the reputation that sort of like um, mixed martial arts has. That's one of those ones that sometimes I you know I. I I'm a bit more reserved about saying watch because those guys hammered the fuck out of each other. Yeah, that was, it, it that wasn't was, an easy was, one to watch. Was, was that was fucking brutal. Like there, there's there's movie there's eighteen. Similar when we were talking about um, JJ when she won the belt. Yeah, like it was just when when Robbie held his nose and just <laughs> literally Jesus, yeah. sat down as if to say no more. Fuck man, yeah. that was that. 
that jab on that broken but nose. But just the, 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 the just painful, a, a horrible watch. The crazy and excitement of when they ended the round, the third round, or was it on the fourth round? And they were both just stood there staring at each yeah. other, just like good to go. Still, I mean, it was exciting. It's a, it is a bad one to watch if you're squeamish or new yeah. to these things because it was mm. it was quite harsh. But man, it was an amazing. And again, it's the thing. The reason I feel completely comfortable with it is it's too. Gr- grown up to have dedicated their lives oh, yeah, totally. to, to excelling yeah, yeah, in this yeah. and really being yeah, real, this is real, what we do so. and, and real grit as well yeah. you know to Abs- extend oh, that absolutely. Who, who was it on um, one of my favourite whatsapp groups this year was uh, Silver's Defence was Viagra which is uh, yeah, me yeah. or us lot and your bro yeah, and yeah. Uh, and talking about and talking about that fight and, 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 and the pain of getting touch, touched on those you've been jabbed on the nose mm. yeah. can you imagine if your nose was falling off and you were taking those sort of blows yeah I mean, we will get back to to Chris's favourite WhatsApp groups of the fucking year later, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, I mean, also, that was then then followed by Aldo Mendes, which was a fight that I really enjoyed. It annoyed me, and I'll get this out quick and and let you guys discuss it a bit, but it annoyed the hell out of me that people were like, if Mendes had had a full camp, it would have been a different fight. Because I believe that's the same for Aldo. Aldo had a full camp. What's... Uh, sorry, McGregor. Right. And I was going to say, I'm M- totally sorry. going, what the fuck was I yeah. doing? And McGregor Mendes. Everyone said if Mendes had a full camp, he would have, 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 have potentially beaten him. I feel the same with Connor. If Connor had had yeah, a full totally. camp training for a wrestler, yep. he'd had a full camp tr- a tr- a training for a striker. I've not always yep. said that wrestling was his weakness. So I think you can't you can't play that game. No. You, know, you don't know what the differences would have been. And the fact is, it wasn't necessarily a lack of cardio. Well, that, well, it wasn't a lack of cardio that... The, the gas menders it was then brutal it was, body it shots strikes. it was, was those like strikes to the body it was that, fighting it was that rough fighting. Out of him. and then dominate him on the ground and then him getting to the feet there's a great bit in, in one of the Charles Sonnen podcasts um, where he says he's, he's seen that before and that's been him before Connor got up and that crushed Mendes it was a, a literally Connor the, the act of Connor getting up at that point in the fight that that, that broke Mendes he couldn't yeah. he was like right I'm done he's just uh, I've taken them body kicks I've recovered I've had this and now he's up again and striking against me I'm I'm, I'm done I, I, I still think uh, that Sonny was spinning um, sidekicks he was sticking in his you know mm. in his solar plexus and yeah. whatnot. what what horrible um, but I, I, I still do think that had Mendes had a full training camp his cardio would have been better than what it was and I'm yeah, not I'm, I'm, no doubt you know. it would have been better than what it was but again a, a, a McGregor's takedown defence would have been better than what it was if it had a full camp training for a wrestler rather than for um, a, one of the best strikers in the history of MMA in Aldo yeah. so. in, in ways I kind of like the idea of people not knowing who they're fighting because if you're talking about and, and obviously they don't do this but mm. if you want to know who's the don like you know if you you, it's, you pull it's, back it's, street fight if you pull back fighting before what we did as a competition fighting was you face someone and it wasn't about weights you know nature doesn't understand what weight classes are yeah and, yeah, I mean, and, it's, and, and, it's, and so you GSP put two people up and just get into it it's what G- exactly GSP this. used to say yeah, you exactly. say I focus on my yeah, preparation totally. rather than my opponent or my strengths rather than my opponent's strengths so I try and get myself to a point where I can beat anyone if I yeah. and then if I lose then that's cool because yeah. they were better than me. Rather than I've focused on their game plan yeah. or their strength or anything because else. Because that makes you that makes you a true fighter. Yeah, completely, completely. And that was again. But then 
Connor obviously came out of that and won. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. one and, of the. And, and it, it, did, it was he, huge. It he, brought it to but, a bigger audience yeah, as well. It was an Connor's, amazing yeah, moment, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not saying Connor's undefeatable, but Connor's my kind of fighter. And and and, and I thought when he was on his back at, in in those points. I don't think he looked that worried about that. I think he, he kind was of so liked, comfortable. He's throwing elbows still from his back. He's kind of the sort of person who he doesn't mind getting roughed up a bit, and that that makes a good fighter. If you're enjoying that, then it makes you a good fighter. Yeah, yeah. What are we looking at completely. here? Like, everyone's gone silent. There's, um, there's, sorry, there's, there's, there's a phone, mobile phone. <laughs> the pizza order. Where, where, where's the pizza at? I'm just making the pizza order. So, um, so yeah. what, what they got? What, what are the pizza options? Hang on, Stu yeah. hasn't selected an address, which is all I was asking him to do. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. Excellent. And and, okay. and he left a right, note okay. for the he left a note for the driver, but he wrote too much, and it has to be a maximum of twenty four characters. Don't ring <laughs> the bell. We're sitting at the bar. We're in the end of the oh, garden. Oh, you saying for him to come down here? Yeah. Well, just give us a ring. Excellent. Wait the kids. Man. I, I, oh yeah, they must be in bed by now. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I've got this. this so is, just talk this about is stuff. A boring part of the subject. Yeah, same podcast. So, uh, McGregor, McGregor Mendez. Okay, fair enough. McGregor. Now, okay, so we are not far away from McGregor Aldo now. So, no. are we so getting into this? We're getting into this now. Yeah, let's come on. Let's just do uh, it now. Let's do it. Um, I always thought that uh, Connor would fare better against Aldo than Mendez. Um, okay. I, I, I thought that. I've always thought that Aldo, um, Aldo will not beat Connor, no. um, but I, I thought Chad Mendes had a good chance of beating Connor. Mm, yeah, it's it's a weird one with Aldo because I mean, just psychologically, the the pulling out injured and then yeah. Connor going on and smashing it and getting to glow and getting to bit of go. It's a hard thing to come back from, dude. That's going to be an intense. Intense meeting, mate. One hundred percent. Like having that psychological advantage. I, I didn't understand psychological advantage for years, yeah. and then when you see that in full effect, I think there is. I, I was thinking, oh, all those no. not being cracked by that. Man, he's he's done. He's well, Tyson, yeah, and I'm not and, saying and, Aldo can't win, and, but I'm and saying and Rousey. I mean, we'll get on to, on to Rousey. I, I like, but Rousey's the prime example of that. People were scared to death of the girl, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, it's that it's it's it's, it's that mad hype yeah, that then yeah. that then then builds. It. I mean, let's quickly get through. I mean, you've mentioned or we've mentioned Aldo. The Reebok deal came in that month as well for that fight. In fact, yeah. there's been a lot of arguments over the the pay structure. Yeah. Or, and again, for people who don't know, a Reebok have come on as overall sponsor of the UFC. Therefore, the fighters which I can't, don't like the fighters can't get individual sponsors. I mean, it's it's debatable on that because for some fighters it's better, for some it's worse, but. They've fucked up a lot. Have you seen as, as some of the f- a f- a fuck ups they've done? Mm, they recently no. released the Jose Aldo. No, they the, put Condo no. Depot on oh, the back no, of no. I said something today. The, they've recently released the Anderson Silver official kit, and it's got silver, it's got Brazil, all this, and then on the name bit, like they kind of do the kits as like almost a, a, a top trumps card. Yeah. You've got your 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 country of origin at the top, like with an outline, yeah. which for Conor McGregor they did. It was some mix-up of Ireland versus Republic of Ireland. They did the wrong outline, and it was hugely offensive. But so they've got silver, and then Brazil. <laughs> yeah, it's big, like big mistakes. With um, with one of the Russian ones, that they put the wrong flag. With on the original a, a launch, they spelt Melendez's n- name wrong. But with this, they have it says silver. And then there's a picture of Brazil. Then it's got name Anderson Aldo. What? And they've literally got the name wrong of possibly the biggest fighter of all time. In yeah, the, bit, Silva. Like, like the best, 
knockout artist. But yeah, absolutely mess. But, but let's shall we move on from MMA? Because again, yeah. I worry that people are going to get annoyed and stuck up on that. Um, podcasts, a big one for me, or just not where, podcasts. Where are we at? We're in July, right? In July, okay. um, a big just it was a big month mm. for me in general because that was the release of B Dolan's Kill the Wolf album, which we'd spent months and months preparing. And me and Tom Coles had directed a video for, and it was just amazing because the reaction was all the like was bigger than we could have hoped. And weirdly, the podcast we did as a special, I did it as an unannounced special on a Friday, so I didn't tweet about it, I didn't put posts up, it just came up. So if you auto subscribed or checked, it would just appear, and that genuinely. Was, was one of the best bits of, of press that we got wow. for the album. Because we talked about the process of writing a record. The fact that B. Dolan spent five years working on this album, which is kind of normal for your first album, but not for, not for, for four or five... No, no, or, no, that's, or, all, that's always the drop-off, right? It was like, yeah, so it spent ye- years on this. And then just, number one, I knew it was an awesome album. That's why I was excited about it for so long. But to get that reaction off the general public and... To get his, he then came over and toured, and it was his biggest tour he's ever done. And yeah, amazing, amazing, and 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 huge ex- excitement to get to to cross over the label and the podcast and all these other things I'm doing as one kind of as one beast. When did we when did we see B Live? When did you take me to that? Um, that was at um, XOYO that in was, October. That yeah. was insane. Yeah, that it was, was a beast was, of a um, live show. That that was probably I'd say my favourite live gig this year. Yeah, definitely. He, again, he's just an amazing. A performer who did that whole tour with just him and Buddy Peace and just smashed it, just beasted it. Just the two of them, yeah, these huge live shows. So, yeah, amazing. And I recommend anyone who hasn't checked out that podcast have a listen because that's free. And then if you listen to that and want to hear the the album, then go, and, then go and buy the album for sure. But that's just a free thing that you can listen to. So, yeah. um, or if you're not like me, you don't like podcasts, just buy, buy that album. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about some films, Chris. Mm-hmm. I've got three I'm going to... Th- I'll throw it, yeah. I reckon you're going to throw Ant Man at me. I'm going to throw Ant Man at you. Um, I reckon you're going to throw uh, <laughs> South Pole's in there as well. I actually, didn't talk weirdly. about. It. I didn't. I, I note South Pole, but I rated well, it. I Mission it Impossible. You're going to throw that at me. A, a Mission Impossible. I went what to the see that. Joe Dirt Two came out, which I missed. Who cares about Joe Dirt? Oh, man, um, Joe Dirt was amazing. A Mission Impossible Two. I went. Okay. To, I always go and see a film on my birthday, and I went on my own to see <laughs> Mission Impossible Two. <laughs> you know, it's the trend it. when when Pip goes to see things. It's on his, it's on his major own. events. Yeah, on major events. New I go, and, Eve, I go and see own. a film on my own. Birthday yeah, on his own. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was blown away by it. I mean, we. We don't need to go into great detail, but it's a great action film. It was a really good action film. And they've film. really got it now. Um, I've got no, no bad Tom words Cruise, to say about that. Peg, all of them have got it together as just great action. So. Definitely, definitely. They, they've hit a sweet spot with that. And what did you think about Man? It's awesome. Yeah, I, I, t- I loved it. I the reason the I think that's awesome right. is because, um, <laughs> obviously, the, the, the lead actor... Paul who Rudd's just got, a legend, you've yeah. got T-shirts of... Uh, yeah, I love Paul Rudd. Paul, Paul Rudd, I fucking love Paul Paul Rudd fucking is Rudd. dope in many, yeah. many respects and it was only a matter of time until someone recognised that and pulled him into the, the comic and universe it's, it's where Marvel are killing it and they've got their TV series that they can do dark ones they can do, do light ones I, and they can bring in people like Paul Rudd who's really a rom-com type guy mm-hmm. and make that work in a, in a starting to understand film and it's it, just definitely. I it's think fantastic Marvel like I was talking about sweet spots Marvel are starting to come into that yeah, and, I, and, they and really I'd are. like DC to start coming into that and in ways they show lights yep. of that, but not, not in the same way. In Ant Man, just quickly, what what I thought was amazing in Ant Man is just the difference in how they choreograph fight scenes. Yeah, like I always, you know, I always love fight scenes. Eighties Jackie Chan 
all the I remember us talking about on back for so long and and the raid the oh raid my as well God. raid two unfortunately that was a year before we could talk about it blows that, me but... away that the raid and raid two are written and directed by a Welshman I can't I can't get my head around <laughs> doing it I'm, I'm really hopefully getting him on can't. the podcast I've been I've been talking to oh, someone that knows him trying to get him on the podcast that's crazy like one of the best um, what I would say one of the best films from Asian cinema in recent years is I'd, by a Yeah, 100%. I'd say, like, best films. Yeah. The, the level of choreography that goes into um, The Raid and then The Raid 2. Yeah. It'll, it'll, make, your he- it'll make your head melt. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's insane, the choreography in that. There's um, one more film I want to bring up for, for this month. Mm-hmm. And I know you've not seen it, and I guess Stu's not seen it. Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> This is amazing. I can't believe you brought this up. You brought this we, up the we other a, night when we were me, in the restaurant. On, I've, I've had about five <laughs> nights out this year, and that's it. And oh, one of them man. was with you and my mate Sam and Ellis and a few others all in... Man, in, in, in uh, this guy. Uh, in fact, at Holy Smokes in, in, in mm. Sunderland, which is an amazing Go to food Holy Smokes. Joint. I recommend it. But i watched... Have you seen either of the Magic Mike films, Stu? I haven't, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're as good, but I always, like... A lot of people know, and particularly if you, if you follow me on Instagram, I post a lot of steals from it, but one of my favourite films of all time is, is Saturday Night Fever, and I think it's one of the great misunderstood films. I think people see it as a bit like Grease, whereas, in fact, it's got... It was it was one of the first f- 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 films to, to readily use the word cunt. It's got addiction. It's got dark, dark things. It's got, you know, it's, it's, it's a grown-up, serious, really good film. I, I, I happen, totally agree with that. I love have, That happens to have so, the Bee Gees in it. You know, it's... It's got John Travolta before his head went big. B- b- before his head outgrew the rest of his, his body. Yeah. yeah, completely. It's, it's beastly, but... It's weird, isn't it? Same with Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah there's a yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. There's a few. They're just heads are growing. happened. It's scary, isn't it? But anyway, I, I'm not saying a Magic Mike is up there, but people see the first Magic Mike as kind of an American f- full Monty or something or a film about s- strippers when the first oh, yeah. one the first one is about addiction and things like that a Magic Mike XL I'm not going to go on about it for ages but you're addicted to men's muscles I almost had um, had the, a double bill of Magic Mike and Magic Mike XL <laughs> at my film club at the Prince Charles um, because yeah, I, I was approached by people who were doing a thing about the Betrel test and the Betrel test is a mm. test that you can do on films to see if <laughs> they're if they're sexist and it's basically the the basic part of the test is it's generally on the female side if there are if there is more than one a female character that has that talks to another female character not about a male character and that's the test and you would be surprised how many films fail that in general the females are all talking to the males or if they're talking to each other they're, they're talking about the males so it's, show, it's showing the the inner uh, sexism of, of, of Hollywood and the general storytelling and script writing and the Magic Mike films are used for that because I think they all pass it on both sides mm-hmm. so they pass it on the female side and the male side so they have males talking to males about not about females and they have females talking to females about something other than the males so I want to do my own work on that with showgirls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that jacuzzi sex scene but Damn. anyway the, the, my main thing in Magic Mike XXL and number one and we mentioned Childish Gambino earlier mm-hmm. who's a great a rapper Donald Glover he's in it like in a strip club and he's like one of the ones they pay a lot for he doesn't strip he does like a bespoke poem or <laughs> he freestyle he does a bespoke poem Stu it's really weird I mean I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a career change yeah know, just, just, just get the big bucks to, no, to man, talk pretty to me you shouldn't think of that that's, but, that's the kind of thing of visualising you on a horse I don't want to see it but 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 but, but there's, there's a certain scene <laughs> in that same club where um, 
Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. He does a sexy dance. Oh, wow, this is great. Right? And he does one particular move that I was watching it. I didn't, didn't watch it when it came out. I was watching it in a hotel room on my own whilst filming exactly. The Bastard Executioner. And, and this is, this is, this is, he's with, saying this to the with, public. Uh, with pizza, I delivered a pizza to, 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 Where to, to my hotel room. Where are we going with exactly, tonight? Yeah. All these things are the same aside from there's now two dudes in but there. But there was one move he did that I literally said out loud, fair fucking play, mate. To myself in my hotel room. Because he does this dance move. Honestly, he does... Don't make masturbating sounds. I wasn't masturbating to, to, to Channing. Um, but yeah, he does this, this dance move that's amazing. Um, so I just say, just watch that. <laughs> I don't even need to give spoilers. Because I just say, just just, just watch no that scene in, that in, in the Black Strip Club. And it's... Oh, it's fucking great, man. Anyway, that's killed the vibe. Fair um, play. Shout out. Yeah, she's got so much more to say. What's great? What move can someone do that makes you man, go, I wanna, shit, I man, fair play? You want to hear what you have to say about this? It's fucking amazing. Or do you want me t- to talk you through it, basically? Yeah, talk I'll talk through you through it. it. Don't Fuck let it. him show you through it, because you're going to get a so dick basically, in your mouth. He's, 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 he's moved this girl around a bit, and he's laid her on the floor now. He's, so he, the, like a girl has paid for a private dance. So he's, he's laid her on the floor, and then he starts to kind of, in kind of a 69-type position, th- thrust in her face. Right. right. That's not the bit. Hands he's, on? Um, yeah, he's got pants on. Um, he's got his top off. Right. And she's got a dress on. She's on for a night out. Right. Um, he then... <laughs> Backstory. He then... He then... I think it's a... It's like a, a Hindu or something like that. Mm. Or she's sad or something. He then picks <laughs> her up. He then picks her up, right? So her she's legs sad. are over his shoulders <laughs> and her face is facing his crotch, right? So it's that position. Again, it's a similar... It's kind, of, say no, it's kind of a standard in 69... Yeah. Position right. Yeah. He then he walks around casually. Where, where are her legs? Her, there, legs her legs are straight over his shoulder. So as if yeah, her legs are over his shoulder. So like um, she's a right angle. Right. Okay. Yeah. So she's a right angle <laughs> over his shoulder. At the hip. Yeah, at the hip. Yeah, at the hip. At the hip. Right yeah. So she's a right angle. Yeah. So no, she's over the shoulders at the hip at a right angle. Right. Um, <laughs> so so facing yep. each other. Yep. So yep. body gotcha. the front's yep. facing. He then walks kind of casually. I think he might hold her, but he might just be like, I've just got her on my shoulders, like her legs on the, the shoulders, yep. and holding it. He strolls around and kind of, he, he peacocks a bit. He kind of styles, he looks out at the crowd, he, he, yep. he flourishes. And then he walks over to a chair, and in one movement, he kind of turns his body, so he goes upside down and sits her on the chair, right? At the same time, he's putting his hands on either side of the chair and does a handstand and then does a sexy gyration in her face. Fair play, mate. Fair fucking play, mate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's, it's legit. It's legit. Don't just because he spent time explaining it and you feel bad say It's legit. I, I say it's you should go and play. watch that because it's, it's a hell of a scene. I shut my um, eyes. I can almost see it. Anyway, if, we'll, I, if you shut your eyes and I leave, <laughs> you, I you'll it. feel it. <laughs> um, I mean... But I'll move on now, but just right. check that scene out. Um, I feel like we should bring the pizza guy in and see what he's <laughs> on there. I love a pizza guy, man. We should bring him in. Um, I, 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 I skipped a fight. It's a brief okay. one. A Frank Mir Todd Duffy. Yeah. Mm. Man, that knockout was one of the best knockouts yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And the slow motion shows Todd Duffy throw one of the worst punches I've ever seen. Don't know what's going on there. But hell of a knockout. Um, we'll quickly smash through some, some news stories. Um... Again, it's um, a member of the black community dying in police custody, and it's an amazing thing. the The video isn't of that, but it's Sandra Bland. So she gets pulled over on a a, a traffic violation, 
And the video is stunning because she's kind of arguing, and she was an activist, and she's kind of arguing with the officer saying, like, I don't have to get out of the car. You know, kind of having this argument. This is weird after I've given a detailed description of Channing Tatum doing a sexy dance. But she's having this big argument, and then he makes her get out of the car, and he's quite aggressive with her and really forceful, and it's brutal to see. And the fact is she then later died of asphyxiation in police custody, and they claimed, they put it on there as she hung herself, but again... There's no, there's no reason to. So it seems like some kind of over aggressiveness yeah, yeah, in the cell, yeah, yeah. and again, it kind of seems to go unpunished and un, 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 unmarked and unjudged. So, yeah, just I, I don't know if you've got anything to say on it. You don't have to, but it's another just just a fucked up notion of a year of repeated just malpractice by police. But then, but then we're seeing we're seeing it so much this year. And and with, with, what is this? Is this? Um, you know, we've with technology now, um, as we've come into this last century, the last two centuries, we can report on crime better. Film the police, yeah. So, yeah. so like um, we've seen this for for years before. Um, say like um, Apple and, and and video phones, we have been able to categorise crime a lot better than what what we ever did. Yeah. But you know, the last two years there hasn't been that big a jump up in it yet. There has no. been a weird jump up in in these weird race-related American crimes. And do you know what? I've seen a few. I've seen a few defences from... uh, I I really feel, like, heartfelt defences from um, sergeants and captains in American police forces saying, you have no idea of what we are facing every day. Well, I mean, But then then when you look at the breakdown, you, you can't use that to blanket... Yep. All the, the crazy shit you have to, you can't, you have to. The devil's in the details, and you have to look at the details. I mean, and this Sandra is, Blunt. Yeah, it, I mean, this is perfect because that same month on the Joe Rogan experience, which I recommend everyone listen to, oh, he had Michael shit. A. Wood, yeah, yeah, who this was is amazing. A, a policeman in 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 Baltimore mm. who's now retired because he, he he had to leave because of an injury, but he speaks really frankly yeah. about the reasons so much of this shit. It goes wrong, and I made you listen to it on the drive up to, oh, to Sunderland yeah. Pip, that time. Pip, Pip literally Good. sat. The, I had nowhere else to go, so my my my, my yeah. wandering imagination couldn't go anywhere other than this fucking car I was sat yeah. in with him. And we listened to his podcast. It was insane. It was, it was amazing to hear such an educated dude talk about s- this situation. Scroll back to July on the Joe Rogan experience, Michael A. Wood. I recommend everyone listen to it because it was fascinating and it was scary. Him talking about the lack of of training that, yeah. that, that police have. And the fact is, the reason he was good at his job was he was an ex, ex-army. So he was trained to deal with the pressure. He, he was saying he generally feels most of these shootings are because people are scared panic, and panic, they're panicking panic, and panic not knowing shooting. what to do and not knowing... Totally just, panic just, shooting. Just, just, just freaking out, whereas he was always calm in his situations. And it's one of the most frank and great um, addressing of these situations. And it's mind-blowing that, again, he's that honest. Even to the extent that like one of my favourite parts was his honesty and like he was like... I loved it when we're getting a yeah, police yeah, chase. Yeah, he wants to get into yeah. that. It's, like, it's exciting. It's, like, it's exciting. Who isn't? If you're a red-blooded male, who doesn't want to be racing exactly. down as a trained person? You've spent years training for this. So, again, his honesty in that, in saying uh, there's a point where you're you're looking for these situations. And that's well, because you're training for that. Again, and I think we're yeah. going to find in December when we talk, um, I think we're, we're going we're gonna to come over similar uh, similarities as that but another interesting thing is how many cops do you know how many English Rosers do you know what's your fan base on your podcast well that's one of the things I've, I've also felt I think there's been a big change over the, the last 20 years or so of the police 
formally being the great and the good. And there are some as, as, some really good police. I know, for example, one police officer who's um, um, like a weapons guy, does airports and stuff like that. He's intelligent, he's articulate, he's trained. But I also know people who applied for a job at HMV, the record store I worked in, couldn't get a job there, ended up going to the police force instead because they couldn't yeah. get a job in retail. Now they're... They're, they're, they're mar- and again it's different over here because they're not all armed and stuff like that but still it's not the great and the good anymore and my granddad again I'm not completely anti-police my granddad was a policeman and got um, a British a Medal of Empire from the Queen for his, his service for years and years and he was genuinely a he was all about a work in the community and being part of the community and being a genuine s- s- server of the community and that's what's changed now, I think. I think that's not the case anymore. It's not necessarily the great and the good. But, but oh. also, at the same time, like, the people I know who are cops now, some I always knew were bad, who, yeah. who fell into the police force for money, who are just... Yeah. Who are racist. I, 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 I'm not going to mess around with you. But also, the best cops, some of the best cops I know now were drug dealers back when I was 16. It's fucked like, up, who, isn't it? Who, 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 who had... It's changing they, they the racket. Own, it's changing the racket. They had their own moral compass. And I always find this about the laws. I, I talk, this, talk about this with your brother, Pip, all the time, about your moral compass. Yeah. And that you don't need laws to tell you where those moral compasses are. So is, selling weed hasn't been on my moral compass one of, fucking ever. It's fascinating. I mean, it's one of the things that we discussed on the Howard uh, Marks podcast. And it fascinated me that all the... All of the crimes he's committed have been stuff that he's not m- m- morally against. And there was the big, the big realization that that's the fundamentals of our Marx, though, isn't it? He's, yeah. he's, he's, it's fascinating yeah. though, because again, the example I gave was a, a relative of mine went to Amsterdam a, a with me for the first time, say five years ago. That had never smoked weed in their life because it was legal there. They said, "Can you get me some hash?" some hash cakes he's like I've never tried this is exciting <laughs> if we went somewhere that murder was legal you wouldn't go oh I'm going to go out and do a little murder but if you go somewhere or you, Chris is putting his hand up but again it's, 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 it's fascinating because in general if you go somewhere where these drugs are legal you're, you're not morally most people aren't morally yeah. against it they're like oh I'll give that a try so it's bizarre that it's something that we all agree with totally, and go along yeah. with you know yeah that, that's weird that, that people always need this moral compass yeah um, to understand, oh, where where should I be going here? Well, yeah. I don't know. Like, 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 what what do you what do you think and feel? Where 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 do your limits come from? Yeah. But then I think I, a moral compass can only really be bred in someone through education. Yeah. And if you're not intelligent, you will continually make short term decisions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great that we're getting into the heavier stuff. The anyway, more sorry, we're sorry, shit. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Loving sorry, it that uh, we're just slowing a bit. I'm going to start to round, round episode three up. So we might, <laughs> I think we might end up doing five, is my estimation. Episode three, I, I just want to have one quick thing. Um, July was the month that Caitlyn Jenner had the Vanity Fair cover. And again, I thought it was a great thing. I, I on, on the fire and the, and the kid, in fact, they talked a lot about, they kind of said, like, um, I'm supportive of it. But the thing that got me was they would, a, a lot of people at the time were talking about because she won a bravery award. I've got to be really She won SBs for I don't bravery. know too much about the, the, this whole thing. So Bruce Jenner was an Olympian That's in America. Right, I, I um, he also he married into the Kardashians. Right, so this is, this is my, my, my grey area. I, I, I don't know so anything about these. It, again, let's give a brief history here. So Kim Kardashian, who everyone knows, her mum. Yeah was married to the guy, or one of the guys who was a judge in the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay. That's how they became a famous 
Oh, oh, sorry, a lawyer. That's how they became a famous family. He was defending O.J. Simpson. No shit. That was his defence. That whole of their family is based on that. Yeah, so it, it, it comes from that. They... I, again, this is horrible now. I don't know if he passed away or if he's just... They split up. But, so Bruce Jenner then are married into that family or moved into that family. And, again, he, he was a famous Olympian. In this last year or so, he's come out to say he's becoming a woman. And he is Caitlyn Jenner now. She right. is now Caitlyn Jenner. Um... But the thing that got me was people, again, we'll keep this brief because we are meant to be wrapping it up, but the thing that got me was people kind of going, I don't know why she's getting all this coverage for being brave when we've got soldiers dying in Iraq yeah, or whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And for me, the thing was right, I agree with that, but I don't think it should be one or the other. I think we should be celebrating the, the huge jumps in transgender yep. um, you know, movements and developments yep. this year. And if you want to go on about the soldiers as well, then we can yeah. do that. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It shouldn't be a comparison. It's again, it's it's that thing we do often when there's a tragedy. The stuff we've had in Paris recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there's people dying in Africa. Yeah, that's shit too. Yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't be a competition of grief. That, that, that's it. It's shit too. It's as simple as that. Yeah. We'll have to um, mention at some point then. Um, obviously, the podcast with Jordan. Yeah. Again, I've got that on as um, is that a next month or the month after? I have no. On, 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 that's in September. So yeah, we'll get yeah, to that yeah, and yeah. and touch on that. Jordan is someone that I didn't know and, and you've known for a long yeah. while, but is a young lady now called Jordan who who lives in who's grown up in Tilbury. Yeah. And. It was really interesting to talk to her about her change from from male to female, yep. from going through that transgender change, but not in Hollywood, in yep. under the spotlight of all this wonderful liberal support in somewhere like Tilbury, where it's rough and, and as we said, a UKIP are the have got a stronghold here and things yep. like that. So yeah, we'll get onto that, but let's let's wrap up for now as the pizza has just arrived, yes. um, and we'll see you all on the next episode. It's Bye. never ending. Sorry. Bye. Scrubbish pits, the scratch and peace.